Hey moms, welcome back to the Digital Mama podcast. I am so happy to have you here listening. I took a little hiatus because I have been working on something behind the scenes, something that I've been pouring my heart and soul into, and I can't wait to share it with you. It'll be released soon. It's not quite ready yet, but I have been working hard on it, and it is for all of my digital mamas or my aspiring digital mamas out there. So there'll be more to come on that. But I'm excited to jump into today's episode because we are going to be talking all about discovering your potential and how you can harness your strength as a mother to use that to your advantage if you want to go into the digital world, if you want to create some type of digital business. So I know it can be daunting and I know things can feel confusing and overwhelming, but I'm here to tell you that you can do whatever you put your mind to. And in addition to that, I have some great myth busters that will definitely get you thinking. So let's jump into it. So like I said, this topic is something I'm incredibly passionate about. And that's because it really goes back to a time when I felt like there was something else I wanted to do, but I just had no idea what, how I was going to get there or what was the next step I should take. And so it was very overwhelming and it was very confusing, but I was able to forge a path because I didn't give up is the first thing. And the second thing is I created a mantra in my head that everything is figure outable, which means that There is no reason that you can't have this if you want this. There's no reason that you can't go after your dreams, whatever that may be. Because whenever an obstacle is put in your way, it's just a learning experience. It's just a spot where you can grow a little bit more along the journey. And although the obstacles are frustrating, they are put there because they force us to to do more digging and figure a way out around it or through it. And so that's what we're going to focus on today. So let's go back to 2016. This is when I started my very first business. And I had no idea how anything on the internet worked. None. And I knew marketing online was a thing. But I was like, I don't understand how just even from like a checkout perspective, like how is money exchanged or how do I get my products in front of people or how do you create a product and then get it online and then get it in front of people and get them to buy it? Like I did not understand even the basics of online marketing, even though I had a marketing degree, we didn't learn about marketing in the online space. It's pretty transferable, but in terms of the tech side of things, I was so lost. I was so intimidated right? Because I could use a computer. I mean, I grew up using computers, but I definitely would not have considered myself tech savvy. I definitely would not have considered myself somebody that can dive into the computer and figure things out easily, I should say. And it was something that was a mindset hurdle that I had to overcome. And so I was sitting there in 2016, staring at my computer, trying to set up my first website, and being completely lost and overwhelmed. And at that time, 
I tried to use whatever resources I had at my disposal, which was Google, YouTube. Uh, I would find people on social media, even though that wasn't even really that big then. And I would look for mentors who had done the thing that I wanted to do. And that's how I began to learn. That's how I started to dip my toe into the online world. Now, my very first business, my very first website, was it amazing? Was it beautiful? No, it wasn't. And if I look back at it now, I think, oh my goodness. But you have to start somewhere. Everybody has to start somewhere. And with the right guidance and the right understanding of the the things that you should do and the steps you should take when you're getting into the online world is going to prevent you from hitting a lot of those bumps along the way. Uh, And that's really why I'm here is because I want to make that road as smooth as possible for you. It's inevitable that there are going to be bumps in your own journey as you are learning things and as you are growing. But there is certainly potential for a much smoother path when you listen to the right advice and you implement the strategies that are going to be the biggest needle movers in your business. So the first thing that I really want to talk about is not being tech savvy enough. Okay, because that's really where I started was in this idea of I have no idea how the technology works. I have no idea how people even see products they'd be interested in. I don't understand how any of it worked. Affiliate marketing was a big thing that was discussed. Email marketing was a big thing that was discussed back in like the I'm talking like mid 2010s, so like 2012 to 2016. And those were big forms of marketing. And it just was completely lost on me how that happened. Like, oh, make money online. But it seemed like there was this giant gap between wanting that and actually making it happen. Like it was this impossible bridge to to walk over. You were trying to get to the other side, but there was no bridge. And so I remember thinking to myself, okay, how am I going to make money online? And then thinking, well, I don't even understand how people do it from like a technology standpoint or from like a, just a functional standpoint. So I felt like I was even further away from my goals and my dreams. But the truth about not being tech savvy enough is that having success in the online world is not about knowing every single lever and button to push inside of a software or a platform or with an algorithm or understanding how things necessarily need to be connected on the back end as as like a coder or a developer because those things are are certainly a piece of the business but they are not the business and one of the things that I always tell my students is that if you have something that is stopping you from getting to the next level in your business or getting to the next step in your dreams or your goals, then outsource it. You can always find somebody relatively inexpensively that's going to be able to do some of those tech side things for you if it's just completely over your head and it's really overwhelming you. I would say when you're starting a business, 99% of the the tech roadblocks that you're going to have can be completely and totally figured out and solved by you, even if you don't consider yourself to be tech savvy. And so we have gotten so sophisticated with Google, YouTube, influencers, people who specifically specialize in different aspects of 
digital business or online marketing that they have free content that you can go and you could type a question into Google, you could type a question into YouTube and your answer pops up with a, a demo showing you how to overcome it. In addition to that, most of the platforms that you're going to be using are very user-friendly because they know that people are not coming into online business with a coding background or with a dev background, and they need to make things very user-friendly and easy to understand, or else they'd have a ton of customer service issues. And so most of the platforms that you are going to be using are pretty intuitive, and they're, they're easy to figure out for the quote-unquote person who is not tech-savvy. They also have support, usually on a chat or a phone, email, 24-7 support where you can actually ask questions to a real person that can help you through whatever the, the issue is that you're having. But there are a few core tech type tasks that you will have to do in your business no matter what. You have to get a domain name. And again, when I was first starting business, I was like, what's a domain name? I don't understand a domain. I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's not as scary as you think it is. It's not as hard as you think it is. So often we build these things up in our head as this big task that seems impossible to overcome. But then once you actually sit down and do it, it's like, oh, that actually wasn't that big of a deal. And I've had to overcome a lot of those different types of hurdles in my business when it comes to, oh, I have to put myself out there. Right? People, I have to get visible. I have to um, do this thing in my business that feels uncomfortable to me. But then once I do it two, three times, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's really not that big of a deal. And it's on to the next thing that's making me feel uncomfortable. And then I say, oh, that's really not that big of a deal. And then in the next thing, I'll give you an example. When I was starting my business, one of the things that held me back, which just made sound odd, is that I was confused about taxes. And I was like, I don't understand business taxes and like setting up a legal business and like making sure that I'm filing correctly and paying the right amount and, you know, not being in a position where taxes are going to screw me over essentially. And if you think about that in a logical sense, that is such a small piece of the business that is not your business. That is a part of the business that's important, but it is not your business and it should absolutely not be the thing that's stopping you from going after your dreams because once you grow your business, you very easily can pass that off to somebody else inside the business or to a freelancer or to an accounting firm that can handle all of your taxes. So it's just an example of something that in my own head, I was like, oh boy, I don't know if I can do this because, you know, I got to file taxes every quarter or whatever it is, when in reality, it's it's a non-issue and it's more of a mindset issue. And so if you're the type of person that sits there and they're like, I would love to be able to connect with other people, other like-minded people and talk about this topic that I'm really passionate about or share my ideas or share my knowledge on this specific topic, but I don't know how to do X, Y, Z. I don't know how to sell, set up a landing page. I don't know how to set up a sales page. I don't know how to, to deliver emails. I don't know how to do any of that stuff. That is all things that, that are figure-outable, just like the taxes. They're figure-outable, which means... It should not be something that stops you from starting your business. So with that being said, I want to transition into how you can then say, okay, maybe tech isn't my strong point, but it's not going to hold me back. Let's look at what my strong points are or my assets are and identifying your strengths and what you can bring to the table 
for your business that is going to help the people that you serve and create a feeling of fulfillment when you go to sit down and work for the day. The best way to do this is introspection. And first you have to say, okay, what do I enjoy doing that I'm also good at? And for me, it was difficult to sit down and list out everything I was good at. It makes me uncomfortable to try to speak on all these things that I'm amazing at, right? So I instead said, okay, well, I'm going to look at compliments that I have been given from other people. What are other people saying that I'm doing well? And what am I doing in my day-to-day life that makes me feel energized? And what am I doing in my day-to-day life that is making me feel completely drained? That is going to be a serious indication as to what you are meant to do, right? If getting on one-to-one sales calls is absolutely draining you, then sales might not be your sweet spot. If you have a, a job at a doctor's office and you're a receptionist and you feel drained every time you have to speak to somebody at the reception desk, that's probably not for you. But maybe during the day, you love it when the doctor asks you to put notes into the computer and that's what makes you feel energized. You enjoy doing that sort of task. So that's just an example. I want you to take it a step further and look on a, on a big level, right? We're not talking about the micro tasks that you're doing every day, but what about on the, on the macro level? How are you showing up each day? And what type of situations are you in when you're feeling energized versus when you're not feeling energized? Are you interacting with people? Are you doing something alone? Are you strategizing? Are you actually implementing? What are the things that you're doing that make you feel excited, make you feel happy and ready to tackle the next thing? And what are the things that make you feel absolutely exhausted and you just don't want to do anything else for the day? When you start to identify those bigger macro type of activities, it begins to push you in a direction of, I think I need to be doing more of this, or I think I need to be doing more of that. And I'll give you an example. And this is how I really got started into coaching and consulting is that I had a position where uh, I actually was an implementer. I would actually go in and I was the one that was doing all of the work. And this is when I worked in media buying, which is basically buying ads for businesses. And this was all digital. And I worked with clients, I got on calls with clients, talked about everything that was going on with their business, what we did the past week, any updates and how the account was going and all that. And I actually went in and was the one that was strategizing everything. In addition to that, I was also implementing it. I was going into the account and I was actually putting the the ads together. I was actually writing the copy. I was actually briefing in the creative team to give me the assets. I was going in and I was building the ad and I was setting it live and I was setting budgets and I was creating strategy within the account and optimizing and testing and I was doing all these things. And I liked it in the beginning, but as time went on, I found that I found less enjoyment in doing those things and more enjoyment in the 
the consultation piece with the business owners. Like I loved getting on calls and having those meaningful conversations about what people could do to make their business better and more profitable. And it was more so that the the implementation stuff was taking away from me being able to have those higher level conversations about business because the company that I worked for was very siloed in what they offered. I wasn't able to say, okay, let's go focus on this area of your business because that that wasn't our job. That's not what we were hired to do. In addition to that, I was also complimented on being a good communicator with my clients and making sure that they're happy and they feel seen and they're, they feel like they're being understood and listened to. And I still have a good relationship with several of my clients that I had, even though I no longer work for the company or they no longer are with the company as well. So that's where I said, okay, how can I take this thing that this piece of it, which I really enjoy doing, talking with people, connecting with people, helping them to feel inspired and motivated while also giving them good actionable advice that's going to help their business. How can I transition that into my own thing and make it work for me? I've always had this soft spot for moms because I am a mom and I know the struggles that a lot of moms go through when they have young kids or even when they're stuck in a nine to five that they hate and life is super hectic and the kids are all over the place or even once the kids are out of the house. And now moms are thinking, okay, you know, what's my next move? What's my next step? Maybe I'm in a job that I don't really like and I want to do something different. And so it's at that point that I love to connect with those people because I I've felt a lot of the similar feelings and I know that there's so much potential for this type of business with moms and the flexibility that it offers. And so that's really where this idea was crafted was it was a blend between what I loved doing, what made me feel lit up inside, what I was complimented on. And then I molded that into a business that worked for me and solves a a problem in the marketplace and is attractive to potential buyers. So that's how I recommend that you begin to think about like, what are your strengths? You absolutely have strengths. Everybody has strengths. You just need to identify it and Sometimes it requires a little bit of introspection. This is not something that I just came upon. It wasn't like one day I sat up in bed and I thought, oh, I'm going to start a business where I'm helping moms that want more freedom and flexibility and income in their lives, and I'm going to show them how they can start their own digital business. That was through an evolution of a lot of introspection and also the needs of the market, right? So, of course, we all have passions and desires and we have things that we love, There has to be a need in the market or else your business will never work. So that's what I mean where it's like, of course, I I want you to go and chase your dreams and and do what it is that you want to do. But I also do have a, a bit of an element of realism there where it's like, I don't want you to start a business about making balloon animals underwater because I can pretty confidently say that the group of people who would be interested in that type of thing is very, very, very small. And so... It's this mix about finding your passion, finding what lights you up inside and driving towards that. But there's also the side of the business that is the business, the marketing, the needs and wants and desires of the market and understanding the core foundations of business and marketing is 
going to put you so many steps ahead of everybody else. When I first got into business, I did not have those core lessons, elements, foundations of digital business. I went in so many wrong directions, which was all a learning experience for me. So it's fine. But I am so happy that now I can share those lessons with you so that you don't make the same mistakes and instead understand and learn the foundations of marketing before you get into a business so that you are set up for success while pursuing your passions. Okay, so we talked about overcoming obstacles that get in your head or get in your way that stop you in your tracks and how you can very easily debunk them or push them off as this is not the reason why I'm not going to pursue my dreams because it's not my dream to have a tax business. So therefore me having to do my taxes is not going to stop me from pursuing this dream. It's just a piece of the business that I need to figure out and everything is figure outable. So that's fine. So then we move down to, all right, let's identify your strengths and start to ideate what we can come up with so that we can turn our strengths into success. And this is the part that is really fun because you can see clearly how your current knowledge, your passion, your life experience that you wanna share can be turned into an idea that can then be turned into an exchange of services and then therefore that means there's more money in your pocket, right? At this point, we're turning those ideas, we're turning those passions into profit, real money that's coming into your bank account. And that is one of the most exciting parts of the business. I've heard it said many times, if a business is not making money, it's just a hobby. So it's not that I am money obsessed or greedy, but my business needs to make money or else it's not a viable option for me because I want to grow my business in terms of the income that I'm providing as well as our overall wealth. So the business has to generate revenue. And so therefore, we need to figure out how to turn your strengths into success. And there are so many different ways that you can do this. For me in my world and what I teach, I focus on exchanging knowledge for profit, right? So that's usually in the form of some sort of reoccurring membership, community, program, or course content. And that's how we can easily follow a preset path when it comes to how to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and do it the right way so that at the end you have your desired result. So there are many ways that you can turn your strengths into success. And I think you would also be surprised that once you got into business, if you were intimidated by it in the very beginning, that you are actually very resourceful, right? There are going to be times when you are faced different situations and challenges that the only way out is through and you have to figure it out. And so you'll find that some of the experiences that you have as a mom will actually serve you in business. So the next time that you are out at the store and you're trying to talk on the phone to your child's doctor while your toddler is screaming his head off throwing an absolute tantrum which has actually happened to me before and you find a way to complete the conversation and soothe the toddler at the same time that is some very impressive multitasking <laughs> negotiating skills so you would be surprised at 
the skills that you've acquired when you don't necessarily think that you have these business type skills. If these skills are transferable across many different areas of life. And I also want you to remember that nobody is born an expert, right? We don't come into this world just knowing everything or being able to deem ourselves an expert in something. You have to give yourself that title because so often our life experiences have qualified us, but we don't have a piece of paper for it. And that's okay. I went to school for marketing, but like I said, my digital marketing background didn't come until I got into my career at my jobs. That's where I learned the bulk of my education. There are people out there that know more than I do. And there are people out there that know less than I do. But I am confident enough in myself and my abilities to provide you with sound knowledge based on experiences and information that I have seen firsthand that would help you in your entrepreneurial journey to be able to say, hey, I have this thing and I wanna show you how to do it and I'm confident that it's gonna work for you. And so for you, whatever it is that you choose to, to teach on or to speak about, remember that you don't need a piece of paper or a quote unquote credential, unless you wanna become a doctor or something. I don't want to uh, discount people who do put in the time and the energy and, and the work for education. Cause my sister is a doctor and she's been in school for years and years and years and years and she's almost done. But uh, there are certain things that of course you need an education for, okay. But with that being said, when it comes to using your life experiences, using knowledge that you've gained from a career path or from different things that you've gone through in your life, those are things that nobody can touch what your individual experience is and what your perspective is. There's only one you and there's only one of you that experienced it in the way that you did. Therefore, you are an expert in that field. You are an expert on that topic. And so there is this mindset hurdle that a lot of people have to overcome because they get strapped with imposter syndrome which is where you feel like you are impersonating somebody else. Like you're stepping out in front of something and you're speaking about something. People are looking to you for guidance, for uh, answers, for whatever it is that you speak on. And you think, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I don't know if I'm equipped. I don't know if I can do it. You can do it. You absolutely can do it. You're raising kids, which is one of the most important jobs in the world. It, it is the most important job in the world because you have the lives of your children in your hands. You are responsible for raising them to be good people and successful adults. And that is not easy. And so don't discount yourself on your past achievements and your experiences and things like that. Because as long as you know 10% more about the topic than your audience, you can consider yourself an expert. All right, finally, the last thing I wanna do is I want to dive in a little bit into this whole idea of what it actually means to be a mom and also in the digital world because it is fairly new. Even though digital has been around for a while, quote unquote, right around the early 2000s is when the internet really blew up. So it's been 23 years. That is actually nothing. That's nothing in, in the grand scheme of where the internet is going, where the online world is going. We've seen the rapid changes since the 2000s, right? Since the early 2000s to now, there have been massive changes that have been made 
in the online world. And now we're talking about digital business, which has also made massive strides between the early 2000s to now. Everybody buys everything online. That's how people shop. You see brick and mortar stores going out of business all the time. And so it's like you can either embrace it and do something with it or you can ignore it. That's that's totally up to you. My opinion is that you should jump on the bandwagon and embrace it now because the opportunity to start an online digital business is so accessible and it's not expensive and it creates a business that is full of freedom, flexibility, and income and it truly is unmatched to more traditional styles of business, which I've already talked about in previous episodes of the podcast. So if you're a mom and whether you're raising young kids, your kids are a little bit older and they're in school, whether you're working a nine to five job, whether you're a stay at home mom, maybe your kids don't live at home anymore. And now you're, you're an empty nester, right? And you're thinking, I've always had this thing inside of me that's wanted to do something, but I just never took the jump. I saw people were talking about it and there was different opportunities that you had seen, but you never quite took that step. Now is the time because things are only going to change, rapid change. And the sooner you get on the bandwagon, the better, because the sooner you'll grow your business and you'll look back and you'll see in two, three, four, five years, oh my goodness, I'm so glad I started then because now look at where my business is versus waiting another five years and then saying, all right, now I'm gonna start. The biggest gift you can give yourself is to look inward, truly figure out what it is that you want out of life, out of your career. Do you wanna have a business? Do you wanna generate income? Do you wanna have freedom and flexibility in your life? Are these things that you are craving? If you have answered yes, then the gift that you can give yourself is to start working towards those dreams. And that is what the digital world is offering to us right now, which is why I'm incredibly passionate about the topic because I have seen it change so many people's lives. And again, like I've talked about in the past, the digital world, the business can be as big or as small as you want it, right? It all depends upon how much time, energy, effort you put into it. It could be a side hustle that brings in $500 a month, or it could be a business where you're generating forty to $50,000 in revenue per day. I've seen both firsthand. I've had access to all of the, the accounts where the money is being exchanged, being collected. I've seen it firsthand. So this isn't something that I'm just saying like, oh, you know, you can start a business and next week you're gonna be making $100,000. I'm not promising that, but I'm telling you, if you start now, your chances of success will be 100% greater than if you don't start at all. So the digital world allows you an unmatched type of lifestyle where you can be completely present with your family, whether that's your young kids, whether that's your grandkids, whether whoever that is to you. And you can also run a very profitable fulfilling, impactful business that you are very excited to wake up and work on every single day. It doesn't feel like work because you're doing something you love. That's how I feel every single day. I feel very lucky and blessed to be able to do this as my job because I love my career so much. 
and I see the people that are in careers that they hate and I just think to myself like, oh, I just want to shake them. It doesn't have to be like that. No matter what anybody told you in your past, it doesn't have to be like that. There is always a choice that can be made that will get you closer to your dreams and these decisions don't have to be major life-altering decisions. It doesn't mean that you're going to quit your job tomorrow and try to make a million dollars in your first year of business. Everything is a, is we start with micro goals, right? We start to do things incrementally and we build and we build and we build and we build. And that is truly how the business fits into your life. The business does not become your life. And again, that is one of the best things about this type of business. All right, so just a little recap. I just want to remind you to not let little obstacles get in your way like the fact that you don't understand all the technology or you don't understand how to do the taxes or social media is intimidating to you or creating a sales page is scary. Those things are all figure outable. The thing that you are really gonna have to dive into and figure out is if you want this or not. And then once you have decided, yeah, I, I wanna pursue something like this, it's time to start to look inward and begin to think about what your strengths are, what life experiences you have, what topic could you talk about for hours and hours and hours and never get bored of it? How do you want to impact other people's lives? And then from there, it's how can that be transferred into a digital business that you can make money from while remembering that the opportunities in the digital world are very plentiful right now. I, I know that sometimes it seems like outside conditions would make you think otherwise, but we are just on the cusp of what is going to be available to us in terms of digital business. And I want you to get in sooner rather than later because I know that over these next couple of years, there will be explosive growth within digital businesses. The e-learning industry is growing every single year and it is the best way to pursue a business if you're a mom and you have a desire to make a significant positive impact on other people. And I am so excited that I get to be able to share my knowledge with you to get you closer to those dreams. All right, join me next week. We'll be here again, and I can't wait to see you. Bye.